The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Tuesday, May 3rd, and we are here answering your financial questions. You know, every so often we've got to just plow through the inbox. Otherwise, Mark will have a heart attack. So I like to make sure that we answer emails appropriately in in some reasonable amount of time. It's not always, I'll be honest with you. All right. So if you have a financial question, just go to jillonmoney.com, keep clogging up our inbox, click the contact us button and we'll get your note. Okay, great. So this is a follow-up from Mark who was on the air with us and he was in really good financial shape. And he said, oh, I have an old life insurance policy. He said he didn't know what it was. So I had him do a little homework and this is great because he followed up and he said that the uh, life insurance policy is a universal life insurance insurance policy with a death benefit of $50,000. The current cash value is $76. None of that is taxable. And he says, it's paid up for another 19 months or so before I would need to contribute something to it or it will lapse. It's costing about five bucks a month. Dividends come in. Half of that. Is it worth putting anything additional towards it or should I just let it lapse? Should I take out something different that eventually does have cash value I've got a $50,000 life insurance benefit through my employer. Mark, did he need life insurance or not? Oh, he's got single with no dependents. Get rid of this policy. You're done. That's it. You're done. Right now, goodbye. And when let it lapse when it's uh, in 18 months. Or just get rid of it now. You can just get out of it. Uh, Ron writes, you are the greatest walking buddies ever. Isn't that nice, Mark? Okay, here's the question. He's got a social security strategy. He's 60 and a half. His wife is 61 and a half. They're in the 22% tax bracket. He says, my wife was out of the workforce for about 12 years while the kids were growing up. And now she makes under $12,000 on a part-time basis. Now, social security estimates show her receiving $1,200 per month at age 62. I will receive $3,800 per month at full retirement age of 67. So I'd like to have her collect at 62, then apply for half of his benefit when he starts collecting at 67. She would collect 
all that money for the five years before I collect and it could be invested? Is it a good strategy or am I missing something? Mark, is that a good strategy or what? That sounds like a good strategy to me. It doesn't seem like it's a bad idea to just have a little cash flow. I don't know what else they spend money on. So there's that question, right? But we need a little more information. Okay. This next note is from James, who says he's got 10,000 shares of a public utility that's being bought out by an investment group, and they're going to privatize the company. The price per share will be $36. And you ready for this, Mark? This equates to approximately $365,000 that will be landing in James's lap. Holy crap. James says, I am retired. I've got no debt. I planned to take dividends quarterly to supplement my social security, and I haven't started my social security yet. I turned 67 this month. Not only does this mess up my cash flow plans, but it could greatly impact my Medicare, Irma, and tax payment. Man, I'll tell you something is hysterical. What's so funny about this is like, oh my God, I have $365,000. This is terrible. Come on, dude. So what? The Irma will be a problem for this one year. Okay, guys, do you know what Irma is? You don't pay attention to this because you're not, if you're not in the Medicare universe, but if you're over 65 and you get Medicare, when you have a lot of income, you then have to pay more for Medicare. So for example, did he say he was single or married? I don't think he said. Let's say he's single. If he has this money that's coming in, uh, he could see the cost of Medicare increase. Essentially, if you're single and you have income, but it's $170,000 to $500,000, it would mean you'd have to pay an extra $445 a month. Well, you'll have the cash. I mean, really, this is not a bad thing. All this means is that you have to take the $365,000, pay whatever taxes do on this transaction, pay for your Medicare for just this year, and invest the money. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'd rather have the money all day long. So please, please, let's, let's be happy. This is a good thing. You got a big chunk of moolah. You're liquid. You know, yeah, you're going to pay your tax. You move on. This is from Catherine. She says, hi, Jill. I need your help, exclamation point three times over. My goal is to semi-retire by the end of 2024. Okay. After 24, I'd like to take on a less stressful job, which I know will mean less income. Okay. Catherine is 56, single, no kids, lives in Michigan. Current income is about 130000 in base and $30,000 in bonus, plus or minus. Current 401k is $1.1 million. Hmm. 60-40 split, 60 equity, 40 bond. Roth, $109,000, 100% equity, and HSA, $36,000. She's also got some money in a brokerage account and cash and a house that is worth $280,000. The mortgage is $109,000 at a 2.85% interest rate. I'm struggling with the question of should I pay off the mortgage before 2024 or build up my cash and or investment balances? I don't expect to stay in the house long term. I'm considering a condo within the next five years. Well, first of all, if you're going to sell in five years, then absolutely don't pay off the mortgage. But more importantly, even if you were staying in that house forever, because I love that mortgage rate, 
2.85%, absolutely do not pay off the mortgage. You need to beef up your cash and your brokerage account, especially if you're going to be taking on this less stressful job. So um, the follow-up question is, should she continue to contribute to her 401k? She now puts in about 17%, and maybe she should reduce that to receive the match. I mean, I might, I mean, look, I want you to have, if your cash flow is enough where you're asking about the paying off the mortgage, then um, I think the answer is don't pay off the mortgage, especially if you're going to move and do try to put more money in cash and the brokerage account. Remember, you want to have six to 12 months of your living expenses in there. If you're going to reduce the contribution, I wouldn't reduce it by so much. I might like, maybe you would just do like, just do 10%. That would be fine. And keep building up the cash and, you know, pop your bonuses in the cash account. She does have a Roth option. I think what I would probably do is I would just keep it as is for right now. It's only another year. Yeah, it just doesn't matter right now. So no Roth. Um, You've got a term life insurance policy. Why do you have that? Who's relying on you? Do you have a kid? I don't know. Maybe you don't need it. And she says, about having a will, no, it's on my list of priorities. LOL. Thank you so much. I love your podcast. Give yourself some opportunity, guys. That's what those accounts are for. Those non-qualified, non-retirement accounts, they're opportunity zones. That's what they are for you. Okay? This is from Cheryl. I had a friend whose daughter sold me an annuity. (laughs) Oh, no. Mark, a friendship lies in the balance on this question. I had a friend whose daughter sold me an annuity that sounded really good from everything she made it to be and said I would have a million dollars by retirement. I've worked in churches for most of my life. I could never stay long enough to get retirement benefits. I will get Social Security. Okay. There's 390 grand in the annuity. The fees are 4.3% because she added in things I didn't need. Ay, ay, ay. She's got $186,000 from that's in a beneficiary IRA, $19,000 in a Roth IRA, $63,000 in savings. All the money is in the stock market, and I'm scared of losing it and being told the only way to get out is to move the index to a fixed annuity or wait until I'm 59 and a half in two years and start taking it out and reinvesting it. I really need help. I've been paying over $17,000 in fees, Mark. I tried to get an attorney to help me out, but because I signed a release of all the claims because I didn't know I was signing, uh, it messed everything up. Well, listen, 4.3% a year. You know, you don't have to pull all of the money out. There's a couple of things that might happen here. I think what you could do, so you're 57 and you can take the money out, but if you are working, then maybe we kind of look at that annuity and we kind of put it on ice for a bit. But if you need the money from this, there's a few ways to get the money out. Number one is you should be able to take 10% of that money out when you turn 59 and a half, of course, and without any fees or penalties. Is there a surrender period on this? Meaning, are there fees that go down every single year? That would come into it. I think we need to know more about this annuity. I'm not sure if it's a qualified or a non-qualified, but If you need to hold it until 59 and a half, it's not terrible because you have all this other money, but I'm trying to figure out whether you need the money from this annuity right now or not. At the very least, you probably need a fee-only financial planner to help you out of it. I don't want you to pay all these fees, but I don't want you to make a knee-jerk decision 
about this without really understanding the cost of doing so. Do you agree with that, Mark? I feel bad for her also. Some friend. Yeah. I mean, at the worst case, when you're 59 and a half, just remember, if this is a, you know, it's an annuity, which means if it's a non-qualified, if it's an annuity that you put a post-tax dollar into this annuity, if that's what it is, then the difference between the money you invested and what you take out is taxable income to you. So that's why you wouldn't want to just pull the whole thing out at once. If it's a qualified annuity, if for some reason this was like an IRA rollover account or some like pre-tax money, all the money that would come out would be taxable to you. So you've got to be very careful about how you handle this. I'm sorry, Cheryl. Follow up with us. If you've got a financial question, if you've got an annuity question, if you've got a question about some choices you need to make, give us a holler. Go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and we will be there to get your note. Sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Check out our sister broadcast called Eye on Money. And uh, leave us a rating and a review because Mark says we need more ratings and reviews. We had a lot you know, for a while. We were killing it. How many do we need, Mark? You want like a thousand? What do you want? All right. Mark wants to get to, to some milestones. We want 2,000 ratings or reviews for Jill on Money and 500 for I on Money. How about that? Can you do that? That would be doing something nice for someone else today. And we always ask you to do that every single day. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.